재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul, 98.7 in Gwangju, and 93.7 in Yeosu. The weekend is here, and even if you're not catching a flight, maybe your imagination is. You're thinking of travel, leisure, relaxation, and so we book a little time to talk tourism at about this time every week with our guest host and professional tourist, Jimin Yoon. She travels around the world making everybody jealous and then coming back with her stories. Welcome, Jimin. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's time to talk about uh, accommodations this week. Checking into a hotel is so 20th century. There's so many new and better and unique Uh, options for accommodations mm-hmm. nowadays? Well, there are still many people who go to the hotel, but there are so many unique accommodations that attract more people. Mm-hmm. Yes, sleeping at unique places can be a very memorable experience. We always need to think about like, accommodations when we travel, and where you stay can make your travel special. And usually people stay at hotels or hostels, B&Bs, and so on. But today I would like to talk about more than those kind of accommodations. So we're going even beyond the unconventional sort of stay in Mm -hmm. someone's home or stay in a hostel. Uh, We've got some really unusual options, Mm -hmm. which I presume you also link up with due to the flexibility of technology and social media. Yeah, because I have you seen any like pictures of special accommodations on social media? Yeah. um, I mean, there's really weird places you can Mm -hmm. stay. Reconverted shipping containers. uh, Some places, (laughs) including, I heard, North Korea, are building underwater hotels. Uh Um, So, yeah, you got to really believe in the hotel's construction Uh standards to stay in one of those. uh I heard the underwater hotel is still, I think, in Dubai or like the Middle East area. And also there are igloo hotels, cave and so on. So those kind of very unique accommodations are some somewhat hard to go because they're very expensive but they're also uh, like affordable but special accommodations too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i mean the obvious uh, we usually break things down into pluses mi- pluses and minuses mm-hmm. the novelty factor is a definite positive you get uh, very cool social media mm-hmm. photos you get great stories if you stay in a place like an igloo or an underwater hotel um something to remember mm-hmm. what are the negatives Well, the negative would be the price because those special hotels have like a special price, you know. Price is usually more expensive than normal accommodations. And some places could be more uncomfortable as they are unique. Like Like an igloo? Hello? An igloo, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still not convinced on the igloo yet. And yeah, imagine spending a night at a lighthouse because I was in Croatia this uh, month, in the early this month. They had a lighthouse where you can go stay at night, but they don't really have any much facility, but just a lighthouse. <laughs> that so, sounds kind of good. You weren't, mm-hmm. you didn't have to go on duty shining the light into the ocean, did you? Mm, no. You just got to, somebody <laughs> just else worked spending that. a night inside of the lighthouse. Inside of the lighthouse, yeah. okay. So although they would have a, like a basic facility, they may not be as comfortable as the normal hotels. Yeah, but a better mm-hmm. story. How about you? Have you stayed at any weird or unique accommodations? Um, I didn't stay at this hotel because it was too expensive for me, but I just visited and like had a tour around the hotel. Okay. It's in Antigua, Guatemala. 
And Antigua is known as a city with a long history. It was a big city in Central and South America during the Spanish colonization mm-hmm. era. Sure. And it is currently designated as the UNESCO World Heritage Site. And the city used to be a major city in the region, having many historic buildings, but... They went through several earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. So a lot of buildings in the city were damaged. Mm -hmm. And this Santo Domingo Church and Monastery is one of those ruined buildings. It is a huge monastery from the Spanish era dating back to 1500s. And the building was heavily damaged by the earthquake. However, the ruins now have been transformed into a hotel. The Hotel Casa Santo Domingo. So they've left some of the damage kind of in place to create the mm-hmm. the atmosphere yeah, of they, a ruin? They have some part not ruined, but they have some part which was like half ruined. But they mm-hmm. just uh, remained that at uh, the ruins. And it is now a five-star ho- hotel, like hosting many national and international events, weddings, because they have that unique atmosphere of the ruins. And they renovated a room with a room which Catholic monks used to stay as a hotel room for people. So it's quite interesting and it feels like staying a night at an actual ruins and the atmosphere they like decorate with the candles at night. So Mm. it's quite romantic. I imagine they've upgraded the bedding and linens since when the monks were staying there. (laughs) Probably a little bit more comfortable. Okay, that's Guatemala. How about here in Korea? What kind of unique options are here in Korea? Well, Korea, we do have a lot of options. And Hanok, the traditional house of Korea, can be the most unique place to stay. Sure. Mm -hmm. Staying at Hanok allows you to have the most Korean experience, I think. Mm -hmm. And what is special about staying at Hanok is that you can enjoy the natural landscape and deeply like, experience and learn Korean culture. Yeah. And they're very different every season, I think, as Hanok blends really well with surrounding environment. It's different in spring with flowers and autumn, the leaves. Well, the so key on. feature of most Hanoks there is the open-air courtyard surrounded mm-hmm. uh, by various you know, rooms of the house. And the courtyard is, is on the inside of the structure. Yes. So you're protected from the outside. You've got some privacy, and yet you're still out in nature. Mm-hmm. It's really and, nice. And also some parts, they can just open the window, and it could be just like a balcony type of yeah. <laughs> house. It's really nice. And, well, Korea Tourism Organization has Hanok Stay Program. It has a list of about 300 Hanok accommodations certified all around Korea with and each one is very special, and some Hanok stays have their own programs, experiencing Korean food, like traditional games like yunnori, and like even meditation. So I think it's very nice. So the KTO, the Korea Tourism Organization, is a good gateway. If you're interested mm-hmm. in staying in a Hanok, they probably mm-hmm. have the resources. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you they, can click through to the booking. They have a website, but they don't really have an English website yet. They're mm-hmm. preparing for it. But if you can like find in Korea and you can like book and book a room from the website and everything, find it. Great. Mm-hmm. Hanoks tend to be. I mean, they're all over Korea, aren't they? Yeah. But here in Seoul, they're kind of uh, right next to us. Mm-hmm. We've got a little Hanok Mall, yes. uh, kind of a contrived one, like mm-hmm. almost a museum. Mm-hmm. If you want to stay in one. You kind of have to go to Bukchon. Yeah, Samcheongdong. Samcheongdong. Mm, those have unique charms as they're in the urban area. Like most of them are uh, quite small compared to those in the countryside. Mm-hmm. But as you enter the gate, you can enjoy the peaceful atmosphere. It doesn't feel like you're in the city. Yeah, and, it's an instant change, isn't mm-hmm. it? You feel like you've gone back a couple hundred years, too. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned, the Hanok stays in smaller cities in the countryside. They're even bigger. They're, like, huge, some of them. And they're even more special as you can enjoy the natural landscape and the attractions and the regional special food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
uh, often uh, simpler kind of uh, food, more connected to the countryside, that yeah. kind of thing, not mm-hmm. necessarily uh, modern fast food, yeah. of course. Yeah, hey, I, just by the way, uh, I saw this article today. I think it was in the Korea Times. Mm-hmm. Did you catch it? It's um, The KTO has come out with a recommendation list of 20 beaches around Korea, really? uh, sort of the good beaches but less trafficked. So if mm-hmm. you're a little bit tired of yeah. the Hyundais uh-huh. and the beaches that are crawling with humanity, uh, that's in the Korea Times today. You might want to uh-huh. clip that for yeah, your sure. future reference too. Because there are so many beautiful beaches that are like undiscovered yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. uh, moving on in a beachy kind of atmosphere, mm-hmm. we've got uh, one or two more uh, unique options for staying in Korea. Mm-hmm. Well, the... The one that I visited last month is in Jeongdongjin. Mm. So when you go to Jeongdongjin, it's a very popular spot to see the sunrise. And you can find a huge cruise ship on the hill. Where is Jeongdongjin? <laughs> is it north? It's like when you cross the country from Seoul towards the east. Okay. In near Tonghae. I have a f- mm-hmm. I have a feeling I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. It's just a big old boat. It's very special. Way up mm-hmm. on a hill. Yeah. It's it's called Sun Cruise Hotel and I was surprised to see the actual cruise ship on the hill and the cruise was built on the top of the hill. Mm. So it's it the material is all same as the actual cruise ship but they just built up on the hill. So, so this is good if you're, you know, kind of a prone to seasickness and want to take a cruise, but uh, prefer <laughs> yeah, the cruise, uh-huh. not actually go out on water. Yeah, and all the rooms are restaurants. They are also, like, exactly same as the real cruise. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. And the hotel is surrounded by a sculpture park. So you can go, like, take a walk in the area. And the view from the park is amazing, as you can see the, like, clear blue sea up in the hill. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's expensive? Um, Not I checked the price and it was not as like expensive as other hotels. It was the same as just like four star or three star hotels, but the room like dif- the the price of the room is different. Huh. For each. That sounds really interesting. I'm gonna clip that and, and hang on to it. Mm-hmm. Are you a big cruise person? I would love to go on a cruise. Uh, you haven't really done a whole lot of that yet? Well, I've done a river cruise, but not a, like a sea, ocean uh-huh. cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I have some friends who just went on a cruise, I think for the first time, and they love the self-contained nature of it. You know, you pay one price mm-hmm. and everything's covered, your drinks, your buffets, yeah. your entertainment, your room. I think it's really good for couples with new kids, brand new young yeah. kids. Um, but uh, some other people feel trapped on a cruise ship. You yeah. know, it's like there's no exploration to be done. This mm-hmm. is all sort of served up on a silver platter. It's like a theme park just moving around in the ocean. Like for children, they could go on a swimming pool or, you know, like they can just enjoy the cruise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love to stay in someplace like the Maldives. They have these freestanding huts out in the middle of the ocean oh, yeah. off mm-hmm. the islands. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Those are very special. Especially for the honeymoon, they can just jump out of the room you and it's jump just out of the ocean. room into the yeah. water. Mm-hmm. I would be a little nervous about sharks, but then again, I'm I'm a nervous person. Yeah. You know, out in the middle of the Pacific, I would assume they have shark nets mm-hmm. up around the things. But that would be an interesting accommodation. Um, underwater hotels, the jury is still out. I, I would mm-hmm. feel really afraid. Yeah. Uh, if you start to hear that glass crack, oh, you're, yeah. you're pretty much And especially doomed. at night, you couldn't see anything. You, you couldn't know, see anything. All dark. <laughs> well, presumably you'd be able to, they'd, they'd light up the surrounding waters so you could uh-huh. see the fish swim by. Mm-hmm. I might uh, give that a try someday. Sure. That's Talking Tourism. Jimin, thank you very much for coming in today. Thank you. And Koreascape resumes right after this.